Welcome to episode number two of the Credit Repair Hangout. I am your host, Eric Hicks, owner of VIP Score Boosters Credit Repair. And if you're somebody that's trying to buy a house, if you're trying to buy a new car, if you're just trying to level up your life, I promise you, you are in the right place. You did not find this podcast by accident. You were supposed to be here because we're going to give you the things that you need to be able to succeed when it comes to your credit. So on this episode, episode number two, we're going to be talking all about mortgage credit reports and how you can prepare your credit report to be able to apply for a mortgage. So come on in. Enjoy the episode. Let's go. Again, so glad y'all are joining me today. This episode is going to be all about mortgage credit reports. Fun, right? So this is dedicated to the listeners out there that are trying to buy that house. Like you're trying to get the keys. You're trying to hear the words you're approved to go home shopping. This episode is for you because I know if you're listening to me, you got some type of a goal everybody that's hanging out with me, you're trying to do something. You're trying to buy a house. You're trying to buy a car. You're trying to level up so you ain't got to be paying these crazy down payments. I mean, you might be trying to start a business, get a serious business loan. But this episode right here, this is for my home buyers. Like, these, this is for the people that we tired of this apartment. Like, we we, we sick. We tired of renting this house we we tired of the landlord like we we just tired we 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 tired all the way around so so this is going to be dedicated to getting you ready to be able to apply for that mortgage and that's going to start with understanding mortgage credit reports so what is a mortgage credit report so whenever you call and you have a, a mortgage lender and you you you're ready. You get ready to get the ball rolling. You call in, you're giving them your information. They pull in your credit. They're going to pull a mortgage credit report, which is different than what you might already be using to monitor your credit. You know, you might be using Credit Karma. You know, you might be using something like Smart Credit. Uh, you might be using Identity IQ. You might be using some form of uh, experience credit monitoring. Like there's a lot of different ways I've seen people monitor and look at their credit reports. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, when it comes down to mortgage credit reports, you got to be looking at the source. Like you got to be looking at the exact thing that these mortgage lenders are going to be seeing, because if not, there's going to be a huge disconnect. And I'm going to back up for just a second because I think uh, if we if we talk about a quote real quick, this is going to help y'all understand why I really want y'all to understand this. So uh, Albert Einstein, I love, I love Albert Einstein. Uh, he had a quote. It's called, any fool can know. The point is to understand. Any fool can know. The point is to understand. Because we all been on social media and we see the, the jokes about like credit karma, like, you know, you you thought you had a 700 credit score on credit karma, but you went and applied for something. They told you you got a 600 and you know, they, they laughing you out of the dealership or, you know, things like that. And so then people take that advice and they or they take you know, the jokes about credit karma and they just associate that with, oh, no, I know I can't use credit karma. I know I can't use credit karma, but a lot of people don't even understand why. There's just 
repeating the information. They just, they've seen somebody talk about it. So now they're just saying things like, oh, well, I know I can't use credit my credit karma scores. And the reason why is because it's not credit karma. Credit karma is the app. What Credit Karma is using, the scoring model is Vantage scores. Vantage scores are what they're using. And the problem with Vantage scores is they're not used by really any of the lenders that are going to be lending to you and giving you some serious money. Like when you're ready to buy that house, when you're ready to buy a car, when you're ready to get a serious personal or business loan, you can't use your your scores that you're seeing on credit karma because this industry especially the mortgage industry which what we're talking about they're using fico scores so first question i wanted to answer for you is what score is being used by mortgage lenders and the answer is they're using fico scores so fico scores are used by 90 percent of lenders so those are the ones whenever you go and you apply for something and the score is different than what you might be seeing on Credit Karma. That's why they're using two different scoring models. FICO is different from Vantage. So the best way to find out your FICO scores is to actually go to myfico.com. Myfico.com. You can download the app and it's going gonna, it's gonna to charge you like, as a reason why uh, a lot of these other apps like Credit Karma, Credit Sesame, all these are free. You got to pay for my FICO. But what you're going to get out of that, you're going to get your actual scores that are closest to what the mortgage lender is going to pull. That way you're not looking at Credit Karma and then the mortgage lender pulls it and you're like 50 points off. Uh, you're not going to have that problem with FICO because you're going directly to the source that they're using. And my FICO lays it out perfectly. They even have it sectioned off. So they have your mortgage score. They have your automotive score. If you're going to get an auto loan, they have your credit, uh, your credit card score if you're going to apply for a credit card. So they're telling you what your actual scores in, score is in these different categories. So with that being said, Go to the source. Like, you got to go to what is actually being used. So you got to go to FICO. And to piggyback off of that, whenever you do go to FICO, you have to understand this as well. You got three credit scores. You got Equifax, you got Experian, and you got TransUnion. When you're applying for a mortgage, and this is the way it's been for, for you know, God knows how long, and... I think it's going to be this way for the foreseeable future. They're getting your middle score. So to put that into perspective, if let's say you got a 600 Equifax, you got a 650 Experian, and you got a 700 TransUnion, when you go to apply for your mortgage, they're going to be using that 650 Experian because it is the middle score. You got a 700, but they're not using that. <laughs> like they're using that 650. They're using the one that's in the middle. So with that being said, you kind of got to make sure you're working on all three just as hard. You can't get too excited if you got one score that's really high, but then your other two, you know, they're not quite matching the energy of the first score because they're going to be going with the middle one. So you got to prepare for that. And we're going to pause right here. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back. And the next thing we're going to talk about is... 
a mortgage report, the details of it. We're going to actually read a mortgage report together. I work with a lot of mortgage lenders that send me clients that, uh, you know, can't quite get over the finish line yet. So I'm going to go through some of the sections on uh, a mortgage credit report so we can really understand it. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yo, it's Eric. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. If you are a true loyal subscriber, you are the reason I do this. And as always, I'm always trying to do something to help. So if you need to see a copy of your three bureau credit report, I'm talking Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, the kind of report you need to be able to compare side by side and see what is wrong with your credit report so that you can dispute it and get your credit back on track. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you. Just click it, the credit repair hangout link tree. There's going to be an option in there for you to get your three credit reports for just $1. So definitely take advantage of that. Get those three credit reports for a dollar and let's start taking some action. All right, back to the episode. We are back. Told you it was going to be a quick break. All I did was grab me some tea took a, a bit of a, uh, I'm a big coffee drinker, but took a, a bit of a break from the coffee and I'm, I'm drinking some tea these days, but uh, that's why we call it the credit repair hangout. So I, I hope y'all doing the same, you know, but you might be driving, listening to this on your way to work or in between, you know, lunch breaks, things like that. So wherever you're listening from, I appreciate it, but I am chilling. <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to look at this mortgage credit report together, and we're going to see if we can learn a thing or two about this thing. So with that being said, I got a recent one from uh from one of my clients that I'm helping that w- wasn't quite able to get approved for their uh, mortgage yet, so they ended up signing up with me so that we can help them out. But their mortgage credit report, the first thing that jumps out to me is the address section. So whenever you are looking at your mortgage credit report, it, it, it basically tells a story to the mortgage lender on whether or not you are stable. So first things first, if you have a bunch of addresses on your mortgage credit report, and when I say a bunch, I'm talking about you move every six months and you got 10 addresses on your your credit report. That's crazy, man. It, it, it looks like you're on a run or something like that. You look like a ping pong ball. You, but more importantly, you look unstable. So I would say you want to reduce this. You can update the personal information section on your credit report. So I would definitely advise either calling in to the credit bureaus or you can even send a letter just letting them know, hey, these are my recent addresses. You can narrow it down to just the the three that you've uh you know been at the longest amount of time. Like if you move somewhere and you only stayed there for two months or you only stayed there for a month, I don't know if that necessarily needs to be on your credit report because all it's gonna do is confuse your mortgage lender. They're gonna have to ask you a bunch of questions, like, you know, hey, well, you know, why is there so many addresses on here? Like, you know, it just might raise unnecessary red flags. So pay attention to that personal information section and look at it from their point of view. If 
you move every couple of months and how would that look in terms of somebody that's stable? So just look at it uh, from that perspective. And it might be a perfectly good reason why that you're having to move every two or three months, but that's going to be something that you might have to explain to a lender before they give you some money because obviously it look like you're on the run. So, <laughs> but with that being said, pay attention to your, your personal information section and then on this particular credit report, it has some alerts that pop out right at the top of it. And these are things that really are kind of preventing the, the mortgage from moving forward. So it looks like on this one, they got collection accounts. They got quite a few of them. And it's really just kind of sticking out like a sore thumb. And it's, it's stopping the... Uh, the stopping the, the the powers that be from from lending this person some money to go start their their home buying process. So collection accounts. Uh, I gave some advice, you know, on the uh, first episode, but uh, I also have uh, some guides that uh, I'll put in the show notes to to help you with disputing collection accounts. So uh, if you have collection accounts on your credit report, that is something that will ding on a mortgage credit report and it'll make it difficult to to be able to get approved because it's going to be pulling down your score and there are exceptions to this if uh if there are medical collections uh those are you know not really i guess as bad as they used to be because of the updates like there especially if you only have a certain amount of medical collections like a lot of those are just being completely disregarded so you can discuss that with your mortgage lender but anything else like most of the collections i see that are like old cable bills old apartment complexes that you know balances might have went into collection personal loans that went into collections all these are bad so you gotta gotta address these and on this particular one as well as well as all of them because this is a really uh, important thing the next thing on here is the fact that they have accounts that are still in dispute so listen to me clearly it is okay for you to dispute things on your credit report but once you are done disputing them once you are done getting things removed that shouldn't be there getting things updated that maybe had a uh, false information once you are done with that you have to get these accounts out of the dispute status because if they remain in a dispute status the mortgage lender can't move forward with your application because it's preventing them from being able to because it's almost like it's blocking your credit from being able to really be seen because you got accounts that are in dispute that are not reflecting on your credit report so you can call the credit bureaus, tell them, hey, I'm applying for a mortgage. I need you uh, to remove the dispute comments that are on here. You can send a letter. You know, I recommend calling if you're really in a, you know, in a time crunch. You can send a letter. Uh, you can fax a letter in. That's another way you can do it. But uh, just know you got to go back. You got to get these accounts uh out of the dispute status because that's going to hold you up. So, so on that particular, uh, this particular credit report, you know, we had the personal information first. Then we also had the next, uh, which was the 
the stuff that kind of stuck out that was uh, dinging the credit report real bad. The next section is pretty much just a summary of uh, everything they have going on on their credit and basically how they're doing on it. It has the different types of credit they have, whether they have previous mortgages, whether they have current loans that they're paying on, whether it be a car, uh, uh, a personal loan, uh, some type of uh, furniture account, whatever the case may be. And then it also has their credit cards on here as well, what the payments are. And then most importantly, on each one of these accounts, it has how many times they've been 30 days late, 60 days late, 90 days late. And the most important in this section is really what has happened in the past 24 months. So whenever it comes down to your credit summary, pretty much it's telling a story about you. And with mortgages, what has happened in the past 24 months is what's most important because that's when it's having the most impact on your credit score. So the next section of this uh, mortgage credit report was really summarizing everything that's going on. So let's keep going. Then the next uh, section is their actual scores. It's uh, on oh, this particular person. They are they have scores that are pretty much in the the mid five hundreds. Uh, because of various reasons, the collections I told you about. They have some some high credit card balances and. In this particular section, in this particular section, it, it's actually breaking down all the factors of uh, why their score is the way it is. So if I had to just go through a few of these factors for one of their scores, it's telling you exactly what you need to do to be able to correct these uh, deficiencies and get your score on track. So one of the factors is talking about they have a recent collection on their account. So if there's a recent collection, you got to dispute it. Maybe you got to do a pay for deletion. It's telling you, hey, that's the problem. And the solution is what I just said. Another section is talking about the, the balance on their current accounts is basically too high, is what it's saying. And, and they, they say it a different way. They talk about uh, proportions of balances, you know, too high compared to amount of time account. It, it says a lot of words, but in, in other words, it's basically saying that a loan that you have, you should have made more progress on it than you have. And this can come down to maybe you have a car with a really high interest rate and it was $20,000 when maybe you financed it and you've had it for three years and you still somehow owe 19,000, which means maybe you've been late every single month. Everything that you have is going to, to interest and nothing is really going to the principal. I'll do a separate episode on that, but basically it could be that you're paying so much in interest and you're not making any kind of progress. And basically it's, uh, going back to being stable. If you're only doing that, it's making you not look stable because you're not able to handle debt the right way. That tells a story. Like if you're, if you've had uh, a loan for, you know, years, they're expecting you to have made way more progress because the way they look at that is, okay, if you can't pay this particular loan back that's on your credit report in a timely manner, how are you going to pay for a mortgage in a timely manner? That's what they're, that's what that is telling them as well. So, and then uh, one of the next reasons that their score is low is uh, it's basically saying the 
the time since something has been delinquent is like too recent. It's basically saying you just had a late payment last month or you just had a, a collection two months ago. So basically it's uh it's wondering why, hey, you know, you, you you literally have financial issues right now. You just had a late payment, you just had a collection. So you don't wanna go apply for a mortgage before you clean that stuff up if you've had things happen recently because it is really throwing up a red flag that you're not able to handle a mortgage. You're not stable right now. So you gotta take some time to really clean that up. So and then also there's another section where the number of, you know, accounts you have might be, you know, you know, bad. So basically the number of accounts you have that have a delinquency of some sort. So if you got 10 collection accounts, if you got five accounts with late payments and then five other collection accounts, if you got a ton of negative information on your credit report, that's throwing up a red flag as well. And that's making your score low. So before you apply for any mortgage, you need to dispute as many negative things as you can. You need to Take your negative items from being like 10 down to two. You know, you might not be able to get everything off of your credit report, but this particular section is saying that the number of accounts. So basically, you have so many that are negative that it's triggering their system to spit out a, you know, a, a factor of that being a reason why your score is low. So definitely got to get on that. You know, you can't go in there you know, without, uh, you know, really getting yourself together first. So the next section uh, that I see on here, a factor of a, a score being low is uh, if you just have a ton of inquiries, you, you're just applying for stuff. You're applying for things left and right. You're applying for things every other day. That makes you look unstable as well. Makes it look like you're just always looking for credit because you don't have any money. And then that can have a negative impact on your score as well. So a mortgage credit report is really detailed. It's really digging into to why things are the way they are and uh it's uh even trying to give you hints and, and tips and and things of that nature to be able to turn around and fix it so with that being said this is way more than what you're gonna get on a, a credit karma or or any credit sesame anything else that you might be uh you know looking at so uh my advice if you're trying to buy a house, go ahead and let a mortgage lender take a look at where you are. I mean, that's going to give you the blueprint to really be able to, to basically map everything out of what you need to do to satisfy their system. You know, that's that's the best route. I would even recommend that before you, uh, you know, get with a credit repair company. Uh, I mean, that way you, you really got even a better game plan, you know, versus them kind of telling you what's up, you know, you can say, well, hey, the mortgage lender said this is what's up. And then that credit repair company can be aided in their efforts by basically looking at exactly what's hurting and they can help you even uh, faster that way. So, but hey, that's it. That's it for this episode. I hope y'all uh, enjoyed it. I hope you, uh, you know, learned a lot. Uh, if you, you know, need more information, I'm going to put some, uh, some links in the show notes so you can get some free guides. You can get a link to our consultation schedule if you ever want to schedule a free consultation. But main thing is, I hope you guys left with some understanding today. I hope you guys left with, uh, you know, some more confidence so you can start kind of taking action. And, uh, if you need anything else, uh, just hit me up, uh, 
way to contact me will be in the show notes. And if you got something out of this, please leave us a review. It's a, still a new podcast, so every review is going to help. It's going to help other people find us. If you got recommendations on what kind of episodes you want to see next time, please, you know, reach out to me. Uh, you know, I'd love to hear about it. And uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Let's get it.